Let's talk about a difficult weekend in the life of our city. We were talking to Mark Mendelson at 635 about how two young men were shot in the face basically at the same bus stop in Jane and Finch. One of them is dead. One of them is expected to recover, although it has to be life-changing injuries. And then we have something, you know, I often say we don't do outrage on more in the morning, but this is outrageous. One of the eight girls who was awaiting trial for allegedly stabbing a homeless man to death in 2012 got busted again this weekend for another alleged stabbing. The Suns, Joe Warmington, joins us. Good morning, Joe. Uh, good morning. Happy Family Day. Happy Family Day. Although there has to be something wrong with this family. Well, this is a very tragic situation. I mean, it goes all the way back to Ken Lee. It's interesting because... Uh, Joe Cristiano and I were talking, and I, I remembered he actually hearing about the stabbing at Wilson Station with your show, and I got onto it right away, not realizing that there would even be a bigger story connected to it, but it was a 50, I think it was a 51-year-old man that was stabbed, and there was a, they were looking for a 21-year-old, and they had arrested a 14-year-old girl at the scene. Well, when the dust settled on it, it turns out that she was 13 at the time of the Ken Lee stabbing which was that front and you know, by the Royal York there uh, a year before. And uh, he was a 59-year-old man that was allegedly swarmed by eight girls, including this 13-year-old who's on trial for it. So it was real shocking because uh, she was supposed to be under house arrest, and now she's charged uh, in this uh, you know, horrible stabbing. The guy's going to live, but it's still very serious. Well, and you have to wonder, this 21-year-old man she was in the company of, who is he? What is the nature of their relationship, and where is he? Well, these are all good questions. I mean, this is the stuff that the police are working on. I had a quick look to see if they caught him overnight. I don't think so. So uh, it looks like he's on the lam. I don't know who, I don't know who he is, but I know that uh, in her case, you know, as Michelle Mandel wrote so well on, the, on you know, all eight of them, seven of them were able to get... The, the, the girls were able to get bail, and one still hasn't got it. But I, I would suspect this person now is going to have a hard time convincing a judge that bail is the way to go. Uh, this is a big problem. As you know, bail, people committing crimes on bail is, is just a huge issue. And we never had that. When I first started at The Sun, it was very rare you'd hear that. And now almost everybody gets bail, so you hear it all the time. Yeah, and it makes sense in some ways that you're a minor. It's going to be two years before you're tried. Uh, it would be like a school for criminality to put you in, in jail and await trial. But at the same time, now we've seen two of the eight have reoffended allegedly. Yeah, I know what you mean, except for the problem is you can't bring Ken Lee back. You know, when someone's died and, and been murdered in a case, you know, the old rationale was you, you sit in that uh, jail cell until it's sorted out. But, you know, it's a, a different kind of uh, mindset. And certainly with young offenders, alleged young offenders, you want to think of their future and give them a chance. You know what? Um, I don't give up on anybody. I mean, maybe, um, you know, maybe there's something that will come out of this as a positive. But right now, you you do have to feel for the family of the guy that was stabbed. I don't know the whole story of it. I do know in the Ken Lee case, all he was doing was having a drink with his, a little bit down on his luck, but he, he was a really great guy and his girlfriend, and they were at the Strathcona Hotel there, and it was kind of a homeless shelter, if you will, and they were just out in that parquet, minding their own business when all this happened. So I don't ever forget him. It, it, you know, all the victims, uh, 
after a while, you know, you can't remember them all. There's so many, but there's some that really stick with me, and he has. I wanted to ask you about another story you've been following for a couple of years now, and uh, with some degree of passion, the Sir Johnny MacDonald uh, statue at Queen's Park, which has been in a box for I don't even know how long. I'm sure you do, and apparently they're not moving on it. Uh, you know what? It, it's so ridiculous, and it's... Um, I, I, I haven't heard the latest on it. Uh, it's sort of news to me now, but I, I just can't believe it. Particularly Premier Ford, who, when he first was elected, wrote the mayor of Victoria and said, we'll take the one that you have that you want to take down. We'll take it off your hands and bring it to Ontario. And then to turn around and, and do the same thing and buckle to the pressure. Um, I just don't understand it. Look at the, any of the historical things that have happened are one thing. You certainly can put, if you want to put a plaque or something nearby to explain some historical context to something, I think I'm all in favor of that. But to box it up like that, this is the very first Prime Minister of Canada. It's a different time, and his son obviously served in Ontario. So, um, you know, what is the latest, John? What did they say? Uh, just that apparently they went in and found it was rat-infested, and so they put a lid on it. Jeez. Yeah. And that's our, that, you know, that's our first prime minister. And, you know, we talked about the Lucy Maud Montgomery thing down in uh, PEI. Yeah. You know, there were, uh, I mean, what kind of history is going to be left from that era? Queen Victoria was taken down. We had Ryerson name changed. They want, they're going to change the name of uh, young Dundas Square to Sankofa Square. I mean, almost everything from the beginning of uh, Canada's roots are being replaced. There's other things, too. And it's wrong. It's wrong. Uh, there's no way you can go back through history and sort of cherry pick these things. In my opinion, I know there's people that feel passionately on the other side. I think it's a good debate. But I don't like losing it all the time because if you remove all your history, you don't have any. One last question for you. You still checking the temperature every day in Ottawa? I am, and I think of you all the time. And I, <laughs> I would love to, I'd love to get that new Canadian of yours uh, on those blades out there. Um, but, uh, you know, talking about Joe Cristiano, just yeah. got his Canadian citizenship, which we're all thrilled about. But, uh, yeah, yesterday they opened it up to walk on it. I'd never heard of anything like that. That's a, a throwing a little bone to the the beaver tail uh, concessions there. Those poor people uh, that put their money into that have really been burned the last couple of years. Now, today, I just checked it. They're supposed to open it today. Uh, it's cold in Ottawa. But they've really had a hard time with it. But um, if they ever open it from you know A to Z, from top to bottom, I think I'll try to get back again, like I did with my son Joshua, who's eleven. He's been on there since you know the very beginning. We went uh, seven years in a row. The first year I pushed him in one of those sleds that you can rent, and then after that he skated a little bit. Now you know, Dad is way behind him. But uh, you know, it it was in terrible shape when we went last time a couple yeah. uh, three weeks ago. But it was still fun to go there. Okay, well, I promise you, one day we'll skate together, you, me, and Josh on the uh, on the canal. Thank you, sir. All the best. Thank you. Happy Family Day. Again. Happy Family Day, Joe Warmington from the Toronto Sun. So, what is Mother Canada? Okay, it is a twenty-four meter statue that is proposed. Like there's video of it, but it's computer generated. It is proposed for parkland on the east coast on Cape Breton's Cabot Trail. The idea is that it's a reflection of a statue that you can actually, two of them, that you can see at Vimy Ridge where you have these two angels to look over Canada's war dead. And 
what Tony Trigiani wants to do, a Canadian, a Toronto-based businessman, is build this statue, and she's a cloaked woman with her arms outstretched to the sea. So actually, from our perspective, you're going to see her backside, but it's going to be like the Statue of Liberty. It would be quite a beautiful vision if you were coming by sea. It would be welcome to Canada, but also the whole idea is that she is saying, you know, all our war dead in Europe, we miss you, and we want to embrace your spirit home. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Now, here's the thing. Tony Trigiani is a delightful man who has done all kinds of things for men and women who serve in uniform, who sends me greeting cards on all kinds of occasions and sometimes gifts. He is a good-hearted, generous man, but I've never been a supporter of Mother Canada. And the reason for that is that it would be building on parkland that is pristine. And the whole idea of this particular area is that it not be touched. And so this would involve a pedestal. It would involve parking. Uh, critics have called it monstrous, offensively tasteless, grotesque, a brutal megalith, giga kitsch, and Dollywood. Now, Parks Canada was kind of going along for the ride with Tony on the project, but in 2016, they decided to kibosh the whole thing. And now here we are eight years later, and he is suing Parks Canada for breach of contract in an attempt to revive the Mother Canada project. So check it out. It's easy to find. You can Google for it. You can probably find the video. Maybe you support the idea, but uh, it just... I didn't oppose it so much as it seemed to be doomed anyway, so I just decided I wasn't going to bang the drum for it. I'll bang the drum for Tony any day.